Welcome to Amateur All Tours, the podcast where every week we sit down and have a discussion about a movie. I'm your host, Mike, and joining me is my brother, Brian, and we would like to welcome you to Amateur All Tours. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mike, and joining me as always... Hey guys, Brian. And uh, we just have a very, hopefully, quick predictions episode for you guys. Something that kind of spur of the moment, but something we are extremely excited to talk about. Yeah, we're about to see um, what's it? Andy Muschietti's uh, It, the the new It remake, and it is currently 8.30. We're psyched to see the 10.15 showing, and I guess, yeah, we we just wanted to come here right now, just give you guys a quick episode, and give our predictions, since I'm not really sure how much they're aware, but we have been psyched for this movie. Yeah, I mean, this is, well, first I want to say welcome back, this is the first time you've really been on the show for... A little while. I've been doing some, you know, little rogue episodes here and there, but, you know, welcome back. But yeah, we haven't really had time to talk about, really, this movie. Um, this is something that we've been following pretty religiously for the last... I mean, I was looking at this movie when uh, Will Poulter, is that his name? Yeah, I guess. I don't remember. I don't... I'm not... I, but when he was cast... Well, when it was still the Carrie... The guy, I forget his last name, wrote, I want to say Fukunaga, but I can't... He, he wrote True to the first, at least the first season. The first, he directed the first season of True Detective, and he also made Beast of No Nation, that Netflix, um, like, African soldier, child... Child soldier, yeah. Yeah. But, so, that's how far I've been following this, when... Because I've been, lo- I've always periodically been looking up, like, oh, they have to be remaking. Like, of all the Stephen King adaptations, I, I always feel like it was one of the most successful. I mean, next to The Stand and things like that, but it always resonates with people. And I've always figured that they should, that they were going to remake it. And, you know, every now and again, I'll just periodically look up, oh, like, are they remaking it? And then one day, oh, hey, they're remaking it. Well, I think, let's even backtrack even further for us. I know we're saying, like, Stephen King's It was the most successful um, TV miniseries, even though there were so much of that going on in the 90s, especially you mentioned The Stand, um, and then then even with movies like Christine, uh, Pet Cemetery, The Shining, yeah, The Shining, uh, but I think, but but even for us, even more personally, I think for, for at least me and you, it was where we kind of started really getting into reading for the first time. Well, I wouldn't say so much reading, but I think more like reading adult, like fiction because I, I, well, you keep going. well i was gonna say like i read it at a, like this was my first like adult book i would say um i read it i read it when i was 12 i think i was in sixth grade so however old i was then and that is certainly a book that a 12 year old should not be reading or sixth grader should not be reading just for one, the length, it's roughly like 1,200 pages. And also like the subject matter that is explored, it is definitely not, it's, yeah, it's, it is definitely not what a sixth grader should be reading. It's very sexual, very violent. And even, I, I think definitely when you get to things like the smoke hole, uh, the turtle, uh, everything when you get the, tra- the ritual show, everything that they, that's trans-dimensional, I think it, it definitely would, it's something that would definitely go over a 12-year-old's head? Well, it did, because I... I So, 
I've reread this book, picked it up many times since, you know, since this summer, which I'll get to in a second, but I've always skipped around because I just d either thought things were boring, I didn't understand them. Yeah. And yeah, this, I did the same thing. And this summer, I was like, you know what? I'm going to reread it. Just full, sit down and read it. And, you know, I think I read it in roughly a month, and I just, I just would knock it out. I would go to class. I would come home and I would read this book for like an hour or two hours or so, or I'd read it before I went to bed, and I knocked it out. And I didn't skip a single thing, and it was it was awesome because there were things that I never knew were there, so it was like I was experiencing experiencing them for the first time. So I am a huge fan of Stephen King's It. It's one of my favorite novels, one of my favorite Stephen King novels. It's what introduced me really to Stephen King, and it's like adult literature at that. So. When this was, when this film was remake was being, was announced and the production stuff was falling out, we, like I said, I've been following this religiously. Pretty much we have been following it since day one. Yeah. Even, even, even in the scrap production, we were like, whoa, this is going to happen. And then that, when that blew all over and like, you know, the, the, pro the project pretty much dissolved. And then when uh, Andy Muschietti took over, then even from that moment, that was, I don't even remember, at least two years ago. Um, and that, that's when we really just started, uh, really headlong watching everything, eating everything up for this. I know like you keep saying, uh, over and over again that like I send you something about the movie and then you send something to me that we would eventually find out event anyway, but well, it's funny. Cause like you would, you would always send me things, um, either like you were always like the first to see the trailers and when things were posted and then I would send you articles and things like that. And then when we'd get together, we would talk. And maybe I read something that maybe helped me form a theory, which we'll get to uh, soon. But, and, uh, and, and, you know, just talking about it. We just send each other things and then we just get really excited. I actually, these tickets we're seeing, or like the, the showing we saw, I ordered these maybe right when they became available at, this, at the theater we're at. And,. You know, I jumped right on it. I was like seven o'clock in the morning. The day, no, at, at that point, no one had ordered any tickets, so I got like I I got the best seats I could, and uh, just pick of whatever. And and like now, it's like wow, it's finally here. It's it's happening in less than two hours. Yeah, exactly. I keep I I think it's eight forty right now, and it, within two hours we will be have, we will have started this movie. And I'm so pumped. Yeah, and so what we wanted to do, what Brian mentioned, and what we mentioned in the beginning of the episode. This is a predictions episode. I thought this would be a good idea just because we're so hyped about it and we're such fans about about this this work and we've been following everything. I figured we should sit down right before we see the movie and and compile just a list of predictions because we've seen every trailer, we've read so many articles, we've watched interviews, uh like I don't know about you, but I watched all the Comic Con interviews. The, they I released didn't. a they released a Bill Skarsgård interview, yeah, yeah, which I, I was like that. looking for since day one. Yeah, but you know, I figured it'd be a good time just to sit down and talk about predictions, and then hopefully this weekend do an actual episode yeah. where we do a first impressions of how the film actually measured up to our expectations. Would, and I'm actually curious to see what we can get right and what we get obviously wrong because that that'll always be fun. Alright, so let's just jump right into it. So, first, I think we should start off with the plot. Um, I I think the plot is going to be very similar to the book. I don't, so, 
I'm not I'm not gonna do many comparisons to the miniseries for the big reason that uh, this director has gone on record saying he dislikes the miniseries and he never really was about it. And I was watching or not watching, I was reading interviews about his relationship with uh, it and Stephen King, like his novels and his works. And he says that he was more of like the he read the books. He kind of missed the it miniseries because he just kind of thought it was for, I guess the way I I interpreted it was that it was just public access and that like ABC that they're not gonna do any justice to this very adult book. So he just is coming from he's coming to this adaptation from a novel perspective, and so I think the plot is going to be. I mean, obviously the plot's going to be very similar, but I think the details are going to be pretty similar. Whereas, like, the miniseries had, you know, they changed, they took a lot of liberties with the plot. Like, the kind of the basic idea, like, arcs of the plot were there, but there are so many things that they left out, or they inserted, or they combined as one, just to work for plot convenience. So, I think that this is going to be a very, like, plot-wise, very true to the book, with minor details. Um... Which I'll get to the details that I think they're going to change. But what do you think about the plot? No, yeah, you just said it pretty well. Like it's, I think it's honestly going to be very close to the book. Obviously, they're going to take liberties with uh, certain particular elements of the story because you it, you're cramming a twelve uh, hundred page book into a two and a half. Well, no, in the kids section, which I would say compiles roughly half the book, so about six hundred pages into a two-hour movie, so obviously they're going to be taking liberty, creative liberties with the story, but I think, generally speaking, I'm going to be very happy with, at least in terms of, like, from a purist perspective of how they handle the books, the book into the movie translation, I'm not really worried too much about it, so I guess should we just go into, like, what a chronological telling of what we think is going to happen with the pot, or the plot, excuse me? Yeah, so I think, I mean, right off the bat, this, this movie is obviously going to start off with Georgie, uh, with that scene. I think, I don't know exactly how it's going to like go from the, but that's not really important. It's going to start with building of the paper boat and them, uh, you know, waxing it. It's kind of establishing the brothers' bond. I think they're going to be, I mean, in the book, they always had that, um, that very strong bond. But I think they're really going to try and hammer that home. Like, I feel like it's going to be, like, kind of borderline lifetime. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I think I think they're going to start... They're, not, they're obviously not going to show Pennywise yet until the Georgie scene. But I think they're going to open up with something, like, menacing. Something that revolves around Pennywise. Because I think, really... I know I've heard that they're saying that this is, you know, 40% horror movie, 60% stand by me. But I definitely think there's it's going to open up with something revolving around Pennywise. Uh, and they're obviously not going to show it. So, But I think as far as an opening scene goes, it'll be that. Something amok is, in, is running afoul in Derry. And then we get to the Georgie scene. Yeah, I guess like kind of showing like... I, 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 the way... I don't know what exactly the image will be. But kind of like showing like the, like the lair. Like, like a cave. And you know something's in there. Like kind of ominous. But so I think... Now, the detail that I think I know is definitely going to happen is that the change... Now, I don't mind changes. Uh, I was actually talking to someone today uh, at my school who, who says they're, like, a big fan of the book, that they want... Like, they're very... They're, they're a stickler for details. They don't want anything to change. Now, I don't I don't care about changes as long as it services the plot. And the changes that I think I've, that I've read, I think, are fine because they kind of add more motivation. So... 
and they make sense and they add to the story. So the change in this is that uh, in the book, obviously Georgie is. The By the way, we're gonna spoil the oh, book. Yep. Uh, this is. I mean, well. Spoil the book, but, I mean, this is also prediction, so we can't really say we're spoiling the movie. No, I'm not... No, this is a prediction thing. We're not spoiling the movie, but there is a spoiler warning for the book, because we will be giving probably some plot points away. Um, so just be forewarned about that. So, Mike, keep going. Uh, so, Georgie's gonna meet Pennywise, and we've seen the scene, and I'm so excited to see Bill Skarsgård play Pennywise, but we'll get to Pennywise soon. But I think... So... What I've read is that Georgie definitely gets his arm ripped off, as happens in the book. But the difference here is that instead of, you know, collapsing outside and just dying in the rain, is he's going to get dragged back into the sewer. Now, I've read many reviews that this had, or uh, many articles, interviews leading up to this release, that this is what happens and it gives more, uh, more motivation to the character of Bill, his brother, which I think is really good and it's going to add more like psychological terror and i think it's like more of like the ominous like wondering like is uh georgie still alive but i think it's a very good it move. also gives like pennywise more um like leverage like it's more like he's it's going to be more of like a psychological horror that so i also read that in so in the trailers you see this light uh so this bill is walking through his house and then he sees his brother run through his kitchen and you see, like, a, a glowing light. Now, what I've read is that... that glowing light? I don't remember seeing well, this. Uh, well, the glowing light is a, um... It's, uh, like, a walkie-talkie. And what I've read is that this is how they communicate. And it was in Carrie, whatever his name is, his last name, it was in his script, that it would open up with Georgie running down. Uh, it, it's worth noting that uh, Andy Muschietti... Is that his name? I we're just gonna he, go with that. He said he says that he liked that original script, but he wanted, but so a lot of elements are kind of still present. But so the walkie-talkies were how they communicated. So I think that these walkie-talkies are still gonna play a key. I think like instead of seeing the um the photo album, the bloody photo album, I think we're gonna have he's gonna keep his walkie-talkie, his walkie-talkie, and then Georgie. Or Pennywise is going to be speaking to Bill through it, and this I think it'll is going be to be Georgie's voice. Well, it will be Georgie's voice, but it's going to be Pennywise speaking as Georgie, oh, saying yeah. like, "Hey, Bill, like I'm in the sewer, like come get me." And he's, that's how he's going to torment Bill. I think that's going to be his fear. So another thing, like they're they're going to go. I predict they're going to go into each character. I guess like kind of segueing yeah, into the plot. Yeah, they're going to focus on each character's fear fear individually. Whereas in the miniseries, it was kind of like. Eddie, well, I think they, they did everyone, but it wasn't, like, sometimes they meshed them, like, um, they, they didn't, like, they weren't, like, given adequate, um, focus, I think. Yeah, yeah. But here, it's like, everyone is going to have their fears exploited. Yeah, it'll exploited. be, it'll be, like, each chapter, not a chapter, but like, a part, like, this is what this kid's doing, this is what he fears, um, and I, yeah, I definitely think it'll be... From there, from Bill, I think, honestly, this whole Bill section will be will be one, like, tangent. And then it'll go to Richie, and then Eddie, or, not in this particular order, or Beverly. And as they keep building bonds and meeting each other, you know, we'll get them at school. We'll see Henry Bowers. Um, I, I really, side note, I really hope Henry Bowers is portrayed as being as crazy in in this movie as he was in the book. I don't... The way the trailers were kind of framed it, they obviously they didn't give too much about his character, but 
I hope he's just not like the stereotypical bully. Um, but I do, I do like the fact in the trailer you do see when he like cuts the H in uh, Ben's stomach. So I, 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 that that does give me hope. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll keep going into their fears. Uh, ben will be in the library. The the monster will manifest, chase him down, do whatever. Um, well, I want to get back to Henry Bowers, but let, I want to do these first, like the the the, the 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 losers club first, because I think it's gonna be it's interesting. I think the fears are gonna be more complex because in the in the novel they were more you know simplistic. Like, like they were simply they were, they were simplistic fears. and superficial. Like uh, like Stephen King, he says in interviews. Um, yeah, what scared me during that time in the fifties when I grew up was the Universal monsters. And so he kind of put that in there. And, like, it, it is genuinely terrifying. Like, we have the mummy in the book. We have the were the wolfman. Like we Frankenstein. have Frankenstein. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon makes an appearance, and that's quite terrifying when that happens. But I think – so my prediction for each one, I think – so Ben, I think we're going to have a hybrid mummy situation. I think it's going to be a mummy. In the basement of the of, – I think that's going to be, like – so in the novel, the wolfman was, like, the main, like, villain that they were, like, this is how we're going to kill it is making it choose the form of the Wolfman. I think it's going to be a hybrid of the mummy here. So that's Ben. Um, I Beverly, think... it's going to be obviously the drain again. But I think what's interesting... So I never made this connection until I read like a review uh, for this. And that Beverly... Th this is going into more complex emotions and fears. Is that Beverly is afraid of growing up and becoming a woman. So this is obvious. So the blood erupting is, is a metaphor for her fear of like menstruation. And I think it's going to be, like, and I never I never got that, but I think with the sexual undertones that I think will continue into this film, I think that that's going to play, like, a pretty big role in, like, growing up and transition transitioning from childhood to adulthood is going to be very prevalent, especially with Beverly. Yeah. Eddie will uh, obviously, will obviously be, the be the the leper, which has been in all the, which has been in things. It's it's even in, like, the IMDb. Yeah, well, I, well and then as for Richie... It'll, Richie, I don't know. No, I saw they. I saw a scene when they released the B-roll footage. They showed a scene of him. They're like, "What are you? What are you afraid of?" And they showed Richie looking at like some clown at a fair, and he said, "Clowns." Oh. And that would make sense because in the trailer, when he's in that like that room full of clowns, where we get uh, Tim Curry Pennywise clown cameo in there as like a little doll, you know, a little side note. Um, it's surrounded by clowns. So that, I guess that oh, would I make thought, sense. I see. I, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I always, I took that 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 was on Kneebolt Street. That, no, I don't think so. Well, because in the book, Kneebolt Street, their, their original, like, forego of, of attacking it before the big showdown in the sewer was it, like, they, it, it turned Kneebolt Street into, a, like, a fun house. Like, a house of horrors. And it started, like, elongating and trying to separate them. And I always, I interpreted this scene as, like, they're on Nebel Street, Richie got separated, and then it tries to make a pass it. Wait, that happened in the book? Yeah. Well, okay. The, and Nebel, well, not necessarily this scene. No, but, but... Okay, I didn't realize that happened. But, in I don't know, that's just your prediction well, my prediction. Yeah, well, let's keep going, because um, because during... I think throughout the whole movie, I, it, it's going to be hard to get caught in the, spe in the specifics, but basically, they're going to get experience to it. Well, I still want to go predict the other... The other Who do we... Uh, Mike? Stan, well, Mike. Well, that's... I'll do Mike last, because I also think that that's interesting. So, Stan, I... We didn't get much, but I definitely think it's going to be the Stan pipe again with the dead kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, hope, I hope that is. It'll be pretty cool. Who else are we missing? We did Ben, Beverly... Bill's obviously going to be Georgie. Eddie's... Uh, I think I think the only one... We did Ben. I think we're miss. I think the only one we're missing is... um. 
is Mike. So what I think is going to be interesting, so in the book, it comes to Mike first as a bird, and and you don't really understand why a bird, but it explains after, like, King explains that Mike has an innate fear of birds because when he was a child, like a baby in the cradle, a bird flew in through his window and pecked at him, and then... And so I think now in this, one of the changes that I've read, I think is confirmed, is that Mike's parents are killed in a fire. Not necessarily the black spot, but I think that'd be... I mean, I don't think it's a black spot because that happened in the 40s. And another change is that this takes place in the 80s. Yeah. So that wouldn't make much sense. Well, I mean, they but could they, always... But they, they die in a fire when he's a child. I and, mean, I, and I'm predicting that they died when he was a baby. Honestly, he though, saw this and he's an innate fear of his parents' Honestly, death. I wouldn't be surprised if they expedited like the black spot during like the 60s. And just say, like, that was just a, a horrible thing that happened during the Civil Rights Movement. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that either. But then again... Yeah, I like that idea. But then again, like, Mike wouldn't have been born in the 60s, obviously, if he's, like, 13. Yeah, or, or 16, yeah. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they take these historical moments and, like, just maybe pro put them forward. Like, something like the Black Spot. I think the, Or the Kitchener Fire, or the Ironworks that well, exploded. All of those are there because they're mentioned in, like, in like articles. But now... Getting a little head for the next movie, um, they interviewed his sister, who was a producer, and who's like, a heavy, like, involved producer. Um, she, they were saying, like, oh, what about the history? Are we gonna see any of that in this movie? And she said no, but, and they mentioned the black spot in particular, and they're like, oh, that would be, like, that would make a good I definitely for the think, next movie. I definitely, I... I don't think we're going to see it. I think they're definitely going to mention it, though, because... Oh, the they, whole, they... Yeah, they have to. Well, because the whole... Like, they even see that in the trailers, where it's like, oh, all this bad stuff happened. Even if it's in passing... Well, I think they mentioned the black spot directly in one of the trailers, but I don't, I don't remember. But, um, so wait, you were saying with Mike though, with his fear. Well, I think that this is like an innate fear that he has is his parents' death, and this is again like more complex like psychological fears, and I think that's like this is gonna make this Pennywise more, and like that's why I'm excited about Henry Bowers and like Pat Patrick Hawksetter. Yeah, well, because I have no idea what to expect from well, them. Well, honestly though, going we can keep going forward with them, but I just want to say very quickly on the. The fire fear. I definitely think I want it to be the black spot. I think it's going to be the black spot. Like maybe, like Mike's grandfather told him about it, like his father did in the book. So he knows of the black spot. And even in the even in the um, in the book, it freaked him out. So because when you see in the trailer of the fire and the doors, you see multiple hands. It wouldn't just be his parents, which that would be very messed up. I hope that would that'd be cool too if that is like another aspect to it. It's like his parents calling out for him. But I see more than two pairs of hands. So that'd be pretty cool if it, if it was something to do with the yeah. black spot. Maybe that meat market was, like, the black spot, something to do with it, uh, or just some sort of fire that... Maybe it's not the black spot. Maybe it's just something else that involves fire. Um, but that'd be cool, like, a really neat aspect. That I that would be kind of a cool drawback. Yeah, and, and like, it's still referencing that history, which I definitely am excited. I'm hoping... Cause there's no doubt in my mind this this the sequel is going to be greenlit this weekend. Hundred percent. And I'm I'm surprised it's not greenlit yesterday at the premiere or like a few days ago. But they you know they need to see the box office. But uh, they're also they're projecting it's going to be a sixty million dollar opening and that'd like be a record breaking awesome. opening. That'd be so awesome. we'll see. But so now let's talk about uh, Hawksetter and Bowers. Uh, I'm super like you mentioned Bowers earlier. This is obviously like a kid. I, like I was watching like Nostalgia Critic like review like the miniseries and like he had a, a Stephen King drinking game and he's like oh every, like, take a take a drink for every time there's like a like a two dimensional bully that has no motivation and like what what's unfair about that is that I mean I guess from the miniseries perspective yeah he's painted like that but in the novel he is anything 
far. Like he is, he is anything far from a. Uh, well, he's like, not. Two, he's not. He's definitely not two dimensional. He's a very he, deep, like a very. I would probably call Henry Bowers a, like a deep quote character. Well, he's a very rich villain because like, yeah, yeah, like they really explore like Bowers is the conduit for the audience to really understand the influence of it. Like the other adults are like in the novel. You see it, but Bowers, it's really like that's that's yeah. our uh, well, it's like the personification of like its uh, influence on Derry through Henry Bowers. I mean, even in the book, it was like really psychotic stuff. He he, he poisoned uh, Mike's dog. He just had like this innate. Well, he he actually like it's it's interesting because he's like his buddy is like uh, uh, Belch and Vic. They. Whenever he like like you mentioned, he's gonna cut uh, Ben when he catches him. Oh, I have a quick prediction about that. Sorry to get off tangent, but I just remembered. I I predict that Ben seeing the mummy or like his monster, because in the trailer we see him running and then like into Henry Bowers. I think that the scene from the library is going to be immediately followed oh, by yeah, yeah, him yeah. seeing. Uh, Bowers. So that's just like a quick, th- like a quick side thing. I think like he when he's running and he looks behind him and like how did he miss Bowers? It's instead of daydreaming about Beverly like he did in the novel, he's going to be running from whatever was chasing him. Yeah. So that's just like a side thing. But Bowers, I I think they're really gonna like flesh him out in this. Uh, I definitely predict we're gonna see him kill his father. Um, and do. I'm interested to see about his relationship with Hawksetter, because yeah. Hawksetter was never, like, like he was part of the gang, but he wasn't, like, the core member. The he was just the, kind of, like, he just tagged along. Yeah, the only time you really get an insight into his characters is his death scene in the book, which is very... Even that, I, I'm sure that's why you brought it up, because in the book, it's a, it's a homosexual experience with him and Henry Bowers when he, like, he, he jerks him off, and offers to give him a blowjob, and then Henry turns him away, says he's, you know, says mean things about him, well, and the, the, and then that's when he dies, when Henry Well, the reason him. he dies is because he's he's essentially, like, he's gonna be a serial killer if it didn't kill him, because he killed, he tortured and killed animals. And he kept them Oh, he fridge. also killed his little brother when he was, like, five. Oh, yeah, I remember. Didn't so, he, like, drown him or something? No, he, he suffocated him in his crib. Right, right, right. And he, and he, and he, and, and there's a whole section of King, like, talking about how he disassociates himself from this, and he doesn't view it as bad behavior. He views it as like, yeah, I just got caught. But Bauer says, I'm going to tell them about your refrigerator where you keep these dead animals. And he's like, I got to clean it. So, like, there will be no evidence. But then he opens the fridge, and then it is, like, inside of the fridge and yeah. kills him. So this, he... From what we've seen in the trailer. From what we've seen in the trailer, so he's like a pyro. He always carried. Well, now he's part of like the crew. I think yeah, he took, it's like he him, took over Belch, the Vic. and well, no, he took no, over the Vic role. Vic is definitely in the. It, I think it's not a taking away. He's just an addition. Oh. So it's, it's instead of three, it's four. I thought he replaced Vic, but whatever. Okay. Um, so he's a pyro, and that's like things people were noticing in trailer breakdowns. That he's, yeah, he's holding like a spray, like a like an aerosol can, and in the trailer. He's walking through the sewer, and he's... In in the trailer, it looked like he's smiling. It's a very quick shot, but in the behind-the-scenes footage, he's laughing. So I think he's chasing an animal down there. I think they're going to continue that, like, he tortures animals. And I think he's chasing something and trying to scare it. And he goes down there, and he's laughing, like, trying to, like, torch it or scare it. 
But then I think Pennywise is going to come around, or like some iteration of like what he's afraid of. I pred- I'm predicting it's going to be dead animals that he's killed is going to come after him because there's a scene in the trailer where he's screaming and yeah. he like lights. And again, these are like half second, second clips. So these, this is just like conjecture. But I think something's charging him, and he's going to try and like torture. Yeah. So I think he's, and then I think it's going to be animals, and he's going to get ripped apart. Yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. Uh, and yeah. I think, and I think Bowers is definitely going to have a very like more. Per, we're gonna like the audience is gonna have a more personal like. I mean, look at Bowers and how he and and more like. Well, they have uh, they constructed a Bowers home set. Yeah. No, I definitely think it'll be more personal, but just barely. You know what I mean? I feel like Bowers isn't going to be the main focus of conversation. It'll obviously, be the children. And Pennywise, so I think I think Bowers will obviously take like a backseat to what the forefront of the action. But I definitely think, as compared to the miniseries, we're definitely going to get more of him and like and more motivations and character. I also think like the the like the feud between the Losers Club and Bowers Gang is actually going to be like explored <clears throat> here and like not. I was I mean, it's going to be more believable because like in the in the miniseries, it was more just like. He's an asshole, and... He's just kind of, like, the He's guy just, like, the bully, around. and then he's just like, I'm gonna kill you. But you're like, why? Well, now you're like, he's psychotic. I can't wait for the rock fight. Uh, I think that's gonna be yeah. amazing. The rock fight, it was, like, I, visceral. I read, I read an article that this is, like, one of the parts where Mike sees Pennywise. Yeah. It's like, they catch up to him, and they, like, they hold him down. And this is, like, a, a moment where we see Henry, like break into, like, being a psycho. Like, he, like, gets a because, rock. Yeah, he, like, he's, like, gonna head. crush his head, and then, like, Belch and Vic are, like, wait, what? And and then Mike looks over, and I read that Pennywise is gonna be in, like, the reeds, and yeah, he's like gonna be chewing hand, on yeah. a hand, and then he's gonna wave at Mike with a hand. I'm like, what? So... So we'll see if that's actually in the movie. So, so yeah. I, I was excited whenever I read that. I was like, oh my god, yes. So there's that. Uh, another plot point that I think is going to happen, like, moving forward, I think they're definitely going to go to New Bolt Street twice. Yeah, first time with Eddie by himself. But he doesn't break his arm that time. He no, could... I think he breaks his arm the first... See, this is what I'm predicting. The first time, because when they lay up the, the construct, like, the dairy, like, town lines and the sewers, I think they're going to see that New Bolt Street is going to be, like, the point of, like, the main access point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, so they're going to go there... This is where Eddie breaks his hand. I think this is where, like, I, I still predict it's going to be, like, a funhouse type thing. Because there's that scene in the, in one of the newer trailers where he's, like, folded up in a refrigerator. No, I think that's going to be... I I don't know. Because well, I think... Because... <clears throat> I think... I want that to be the first time. Because I think that's when he breaks Eddie's that's arm. That's what I'm saying. He's going to break his arm the first no, time. No, but I think the... But I believe... Because when you see in the trailers, though, because all the kids are there together and Eddie looks shell-shocked. You know, so I think he broke his arm then, and the kids met up with him, and then Pennywise come. I think that might be the second time. I think the first time Eddie was gonna go in, uh, have him come out of the fridge, yell at him and stuff, and, and then get away somehow. But you eh. can't really have him come back three times. But I don't think Eddie will break his arm the first time because when he also said in the trailer when he's like, "Oh, the clown," I I I saw the clown. His arm isn't broken. Yeah, that's when he saw the um the leper. Oh, at the it, house. Okay, so, so like they're gonna go in the house, but so like, but his but his arm isn't broken in that. Scene. I know he's. They're gonna break it. So this is what I'm predicting. He's gonna go. They're gonna go in the house, being like, we have to kill it at Meebolt Street. They go in after get, Eddie saw it for the first time. Yes, that's that's like he saw the leper, and so they're gonna go in. The it is gonna take the form of the leper. He's gonna break Eddie's arm, and then the group can come together, and then 
they um so they they go in uh and then they're gonna have their first like altercation with it and then so Eddie like I said Eddie breaks his arm here and they're gonna leave and then some point Patrick Hawksetter is gonna die and then they realize here like okay we can't kill him with whatever we tried originally so then they're gonna go back and I think I see now I don't I think because I on, I also think that I predict that Bev is going to get kidnapped and that's gonna like put their ass in gear. They're okay, like, okay, okay. So they go back. So like, they're gonna the thing they're gonna kill it. They don't. That's when Eddie breaks his arm. Some like Eddie's in the hospital. They're saying we got to do something. And then remember in the trailer when Pennywise like ch- grabs Bev around the, well, yeah, the neck. That's, 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 that's she. He's gonna take her. And then that's when the group is like, all right, we got to get her crap in gear. We're gonna go. And we're gonna go for in, into the sewers, and that'll be the last because twenty minutes. I think when that that scene when Bill, uh, he there's a scene where he goes into the basement again. Also, a side note for the detail, um, the, when they go when in the book when when Richie and Bill go to Nebold Street the, when they realize that a gun can't kill it, they climb in through the basement, and there's like and the way they get out is by climbing a coal pile, and the coal pile is in the background. Like oh, I didn't it's, see it's that. even like stacked up against the window, which is like. I oh. think that's a nice, like, hey, that's attention to detail. It might not even, like, come up, but it's, like, in the book. I never saw that. It needs to be there, at least if I remember correctly. Well, but then we get that scene when Bill walks down the stairs and Pennywise is kind of, like, beckoning well, them, and he's climbing down. Well, that's, the when they're, that's when they're going to... I think that'll be, like, the end of the second time, and then that's when they know that's where they're going to get in. Yeah. That's how they get into the sewer. I don't know how Bowers is going to get into the sewer. It's just going to follow them, I guess. But... I don't know if they're gonna go down Nebol, but we'll see. Like I, that's the part that I don't know. I, I think really I think I think they're gonna follow him them into Nebol. Maybe I don't know. Actually, whatever. We'll figure it out. But and then I think when they go into the sewer, I don't really. So like, there's a scene when Bev is like levitating. She's floating. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. She's flo- Yeah. They all float down there. Uh, I think they're gonna reference the turtle and like the dark and like the dark tower, like macroverse and stuff. But they're not gonna talk about the dark tower, obviously. But I, oh, man, see what sucks is like I loved Chud in the book, like how they ultimately spiritually defeat it is through this ritual. Well, and I actually really like that. But he, I don't think they're gonna do that. Maybe not this movie, but I, I, I am looking forward to the lair of Pennywise because it's like his like circus cart. Yeah, and there's like, like a toys. bunch of toys and stuff. So that's and I'm assuming clothes and shoes and bones and stuff. Um, oh, I think it'll be about thirty. The last thirty minutes of the movie, Bev is gonna be floating. They'll get her down somehow, and there's gonna be a lot of fighting. <laughs> I don't I really know how they're gonna do the deadlights too. I have no. Yeah, I have no idea because that's such an interesting concept. But anyway, like. I don't know. That's stuff I don't really know. Um, we'll figure it out in about an hour. Um, what do you think the end is going to be? Because they're saying it. They're like really like heavily foreshadowing. They say it's, it's going to be a wink. So I was saying I think it's going to be like it's going to like maybe fade to black or something like after a conclusion with the kids, and then it'll fade to black or something or some sort of transition, maybe showing them growing up or whatever. And then I think it'll be. Adrian Mellon. You won't show it, but it'll be, like, enough hints to It'll say- be, like, him wearing the, like, I love dairy hat. Like, it's, like, if you are a fan of the novel, you're gonna I say, understand I it. say, though, I-, I think it's gonna be maybe Adrian Mellon or something, or maybe they throw him over the side, and then it'll be, like, it's definitely gonna cut to Pennywise. Something about Pennywise. Like, his face, his, like, smile in the darkness, or maybe zoom in on uh, a shadow. I think and it's, it's gonna like, end and on- And see his eyes or something. I think it's gonna end- 
like something like that. I love the Adrian Mellon theory. I think it's going to end with Pennywise's laugh in darkness. Like during the Adrian Mellon scene or just- like if let's say that happens, it's going to like when he gets thrown off the bridge, it's going to zoom in under the bridge and into darkness and then it's going to have like Pennywise laughing. I think that's or like we're going to see balloons. It's going to be either fade to black and we hear darkness or I'm sorry, we hear laughing or it or we're going to see a ton of balloons. Or maybe just a balloon somewhere, you know? Like, just like a solitary balloon. I don't want it to end how Carrie, fun, whatever his name is, ends it. Where it, like, it, like, is this, like, sweeping, like, into the clouds when it's raining, and then there's, like, a balloon hanging in I don't want that. That would be, be that's stupid. So that's that. That's, like, the plot with, like, the characters and stuff. We kind of... And I think the next the next segment that we were, like, wanted to do let's, was, like, what will the characters Let's quickly be? talk about... Well, that... I already talked about We already about did that. Characters. That's what I'm saying. So, so let's it, quickly talk about Pennywise, because I, I think this will be a little quick, but I think Bill Skarsgård is going to absolutely kill this role. Like, I... Like, in the best possible way. Like, he's going to own this. This... Like, I honestly... Th- I don't think people are going to... Fr- like, he's going to be what Heath Ledger was as the Joker. Like, people are going... Like, people will remember um, Jack Nicholson as the Joker, but people remember Heath Ledger. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it'll be quite, like, the sensation... Excuse me, the sensationalization as, like, Heath Ledger was in the Joker. There are many other factors because of that. But, like, I don't know about the Heath Ledger comparison because when you watch The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger is the reason The Dark Knight is The Dark Knight. I think Bill Skarsgård's going to steal the show. Not to say the kid, Like, I think the kids are going to do a phenomenal job. But I think Bill Skarsgård, when he leaves the frame, I'm going to be like, I want to see him again. Well, I think... Well, I did, yeah, no question Bill Skarsgård is going to eat up the scenery, steal every <clears throat> scene he's in. But the thing about The Dark Knight was that you were watching that movie to see the Joker. I'm not really... I mean, I'm definitely seeing this movie to see Pennywise. But there are also other elements of the story that I'm more curious about. Um... Uh, I definitely agree, though, like, this is gonna be something, like, we haven't seen before in terms, I mean, obviously, in terms of, like, the Pennywise portrayal, but I guess even just in terms of horror horror films, I'm not saying this is gonna revolutionize or be, like, a genre definer, but I think it's honestly gonna kind of change how, like, monsters are seen and how they're, like, how they're done. I can't say that for sure, because I don't know, but I do, because I think, like, what he did, he's doing something similar to what he did with Mama, where... It's like, you show your villain, you do the opposite of what Jaws did. You show your villain, but you but you still, like, make them menacing. And I think Bill Skarsgård, like, just even, like, what he adds to the role. Two details that I thought are, like, amazing. And, like, so he and Andy Muschietti were adding character, like, adding characterization to Pennywise, which I didn't really think happened with, with uh, Tim Curry. Like, he obviously, like, killed that role. He made that role what it was. But he was just a menacing, like, he, I, I feel like he was having fun, like, you could kind of laugh at him. I don't think I'm going to be laughing with, uh, with Bill Skarsgård. I think the only, we'll, we'll be lulled a little bit with him, uh, but I think, the, the only, I think the humor in this film is going to be from the children. Oh, obviously. Not, but not from, not, like, Pennywise is not going to be telling jokes. <laughs> I definitely like, do think, Prince Albert in a can. No, I really hope not that was so stupid but i think but i think what's gonna be what sets this apart is that in the book like yeah he's actually like uh charismatic and like funny and like and and you can genuinely feel like carefree around him for like a minute that's how he gets you and even when we all saw i mean i saw the uh georgie scene online 
I actually didn't pay to see Annabelle, but I just watched it on YouTube before it was taken down. And yeah, there are moments where it's like, okay, you can get that friendly side. So you know he can pull it off. But I think the difference, though, is that there's going to be nothing funny well, about like, him. The thing about, like, with Bill Skarsgård, so I want to talk about, like, the details that they wrote into him. Like, he changes the pitch of his voice to be more welcoming and inviting when he's trying to lure, lure people. I think we're going to see a lot of children, child deaths in this movie. Um, yeah. And which is what happened in the book, too. And But, like, two things that I noticed. So Bill Skarsgård has a... Uh, like a lazy eye, but it's all muscle controlled. So he wrote that into the character of Pennywise. And you can see it in this Georgie scene when he first, when he first um, sees him, his eyes are together. They're seeing him. They're focused on Georgie. But then when he starts to, you know, he's turned into an animal, his eyes just start to glaze over and they just start to separate so subtly. And that's like, again, and another thing, his prosthetics were so, I guess it's just a happy accident. His prosthetics were so, like, massive, he started drooling. And you can see it in that scene of him drooling. And it just... Those yeah, two yeah, things you, combined you are just yeah. obviously showing that he is just an animal yeah, that I wants think, to eat. I think there's definitely going to be a lot of drool in this movie, so that'd be cool. So, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to see the, ship, the shape shifting. Like, I'm so excited to see that shot of him turning into the werewolf that was seen in the trailers. I'm assuming that's a werewolf. Whereas, like, his hand is busting through. It's kind of like that scene in the miniseries when... It turns into like a like his gloved hand turns into like a like a ten yeah, like yeah, three pronged uh, yeah, like yeah. hand, but uh, I can't wait to see that scene. So I think Skarsgård is gonna absolutely just yeah. like, he's gonna I think he's, he's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I think the hype will be lived up to. Now I guess the the final section is um, what will what do we as book readers want to see in this movie? So, should I, do you want to go first, and then I'll, like, just list everything you want to see, and then I'll list Yeah, 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 sure. I mean, I I think we're pretty on the money with the Hawksetter, like, psychopath, animal abuser angle. Um, uh, it'd be cool to see Beverly's relationship with her father. Which will be in there. That's, yeah. That's oh, yeah, I saw that in the trailer. Um, I definitely, I definitely, let's see, I'm trying to think. I, it sucks, I wish, I'm just gonna say, Smoke Hole, I wish I'd be in there. I think they confirmed it's not gonna be in there. I want to see the black spot, even just something, not necessarily like a long history of it. So definitely the black spot, um, and also, um, ah, I think it's escaping me right now. Uh, now nah, you keep going. I'll maybe I'll remember it. We'll do. Okay. So what I want to, I want, I, I, you mentioned a lot of it. Like I just want, I, I want the. Um, so one thing I got from the novel was just, like, that stand-by-me, like, camaraderie, and, like, kind of, like, it reminded me, like, when I was growing up, just being, like, a kid with your friends, and that's what I want, that, that relationship with these, like, that these friends have. I want it to feel genuine. I want it to be real, and I want them to have those relationships. I want to be, like, smiling with them when they, like, when they go swimming, and they jump off the cliff, and they're having fun. Like, I want to be I, smiling with them. I think that's definitely going to happen. All, I do, too. All I've been hearing is how, how these kids cemented you know, the the the, the, I, the the one criticism that I keep seeing again and again is that the, the script and the characters are a little thin, but the kids make up for that wholeheartedly, so I think that will be okay. We're going to be all right. So, I, that's, like, the biggest thing. I just want that camaraderie. Uh, I also want, like, <coughs> just, like, those big events that happened in the novel, like, that, that are so, like, 
critical, like, things that happen with Bowers. Like, I hope that we get a scene of Bowers by himself being influenced by it. Oh, yeah, yeah, like that TV. I hope that's Bowers. Oh, yeah, dude, that's an awesome detail. Like, to kill them all, like, it's just, like, modernizing and, like, just putting a different twist. I also think, like, I wanted, like, I read somewhere that all the kids, like, that was my theory when we saw first saw that, was that those were going to be, like, the yeah. kill them all, like, sing-along, was going to be all the kids that Pennywise uh, killed, and... And that's what I predicted. And then I think that's, like, people are kind of confirming that. And But apparently, I haven't seen, like, close enough details, but apparently kids are, like, at various stages of decomposition. And that's, like, an amazing detail. So I want to see, like, things like that, that you're, like, it just really feeds into... I, w- well, I want to see that camaraderie, but I want to see, like, those, like, the psychopathic sides and, like, those, like, those yeah. really complex relationships. I'm ready to see stuff that I'm not expecting at all with Pennywise. Dude, I'm expecting so. to be completely, like, disturbed by this film. I don't, I don't think I'll be disturbed, but I'm definitely like, gonna I'm going to be, it. like, I'm going to be checking, like, I'm going to be turning on my lights in my apartment after this movie. Like, that's what I'm predicting. Like, I'm going to be scared. I'm definitely going to be seeing it again. Like, next Probably time it rains, I'm going to avoid all the storm drains, so... I already do that anyway, so... We'll see. Well, anyway, that, that's our episode. That's really all I had to say. Yeah, so, I mean, so, we have literally less than an hour can yeah, see this Yeah, I am so movie. excited. And, you know, guys, thanks for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed this predictions episode. Yeah, Hopefully we'll, we'll get back to you this weekend with uh, first impressions of It. Um, and, and more episodes to come. But just focus on uh, it, it this weekend. Yeah. So... Thank you guys once again. I hope you guys can see this movie. I mean, I'm already excited, so yeah. Hope hopefully everyone that's listening feels the exact same way as us. So highly anticipated. Talk to you guys soon. Adios.